0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
2: What would happen if this jerk, this clown, Travis Kelsey, bumped and screamed in the face, was pushing, oh, I don't know, Bill Belichick? What would happen if it were Dan Campbell? That's who I'd really like to see All right, yet it's being bypassed is just by the Philadelphia Inquirer and others, just kind of hijinks that went on in yesterday's game. There were uh, several parts to it, uh, including you couldn't start to make the case that Mahomes is going to be the best quarterback ever. Simply because of his ability to run effectively, it's the missing thing that separates him from Tom Brady. And ultimately, if he doesn't get hurt, plays, you know, another eight to 10 years, he will win more Super Bowls. That's the way I see it after seeing him in action yesterday. All right. So uh, Dr. Jill Biden, the enabler, Dr. Marty McCary is going to be here at one today. We're going to talk with him about the defense secretary back in uh, uh, hospital. And uh, he throws off to the deputy the power to do what? But also Joe Biden. And his mental condition. Dr. Jill Biden, though, goes to the well. she It's like a double bank shot. You know what offends her the most? They're harping on this in her email that she sends out to donate. Joe Biden. Bo Biden. How dare you? How many times are the Bidens, particularly Joe Biden, going to weaponize Bo Biden? Now they're weaponizing him. Somehow or another, um, the Special prosecutor, the word it seems to be leaking out, they didn't bring up Joe Biden. It was just in the context of what they were talking about. He couldn't remember anything. <laughs> so Joe Biden doesn't know what to say here. How dare you is what she that's what she always she leans in and does this. How dare you type of thing rather than the other argument. He's trying to forget the death of his son. She tries this. She tries to push with this. There's no getting around it. She's the one most complicit in this allowing him to continue in this manner. Uh, one of the uh, hot stories I've seen, and I don't want to forget this. This is wild. If Joe Biden tags out, which I'm still predicting, I'll even raise the stakes of pizza bets, it will be Biden and Trump. I feel that even more. But let's say he does. It gets to be so bad. And I don't, I don't think there's any level with Democrats where it could be so bad if they don't see advantage. Kamala Harris gets the nod. Dan, guess who they're proposing? And this tells me what's lacking with Trump and the Republicans. Guess who they're proposing? And I would do it if I were them. If you got to go with Kamala Harris, which seems to be a sure loss, who are they saying would be the VP choice? One, Josh Shapiro. Yep, Josh Shapiro. And why would you go with him? Because Democrats get it. They're following the DOM plan. Push all the chips in. You got to win Pennsylvania. If Josh Shapiro were the VP choice, even with Kamala Harris, I think he'd go a long way at this point, given the phoning media, to win Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's what I'm afraid of. And by the way, over the weekend, I see President Trump was here. He talked about Pennsylvania. When is he going to listen to reason, make the pivots? He had adoring crowds again make the pivot, make life easier, and say, it's time for mail-in balloting. You know, he could say whatever he wants. I've checked with people. We've done everything. I want you to go out and vote by mail-in balloting, lock in those votes, and the whole rationale. So what would we set the over and under with? I'm going to set it at, Dan, um, you bet $1, you get 1000 that President Trump is never going to go all in on mail-in ballot. You agree with me? He needs to. I'm asking, though, do you think he will? <sighs> I'm saying no. Yeah, I don't know if he recognizes. Well, he does. But, but if, he,
3: if he recognizes, then why wouldn't he pursue it?
2: Well, because of his campaign against it before, a matter of faith in relitigating the 2020 election. He can't pivot on this. He can't pivot. Talk to Scott. Uh, I mean, he pivoted on successfully on other things. Everything. Yeah. He pivots by, you know, one second saying this, he pivots. Oh, yeah. Another, yeah. But do it now. Do it it. now while we're in the campaign mode here. Uh, And, you know, he just has to be pushed into doing this. There's no other way around it. If he does that, this will be one of the biggest parts of the campaign. The other thing is, look, I know he's still having to fend off Nikki Haley and all that stuff. But it's time to push it all in here in Pennsylvania. We need to get moving in Pennsylvania. So Dr. Jill Biden says the reason I'm writing... Because of what else was the report was inaccurate, personal political attacks that he couldn't remember the year his son died. Believe me, like anyone who's lost a child, Bo and his death never leave him. I hope you can imagine how it felt to read that attack, not just as Joe's wife, but as Bo's mother. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Okay. You know what, Dr. Jill and Joe Biden and all these sycophants? Do this then. Release the tape or at least a transcript. Let's see what those five hours of prosecutor her, her, let's let's see those five hours and then we'll make the American can make a decision. They're not going to release that because they know full well what happened here. He couldn't remember that. And some of the stuff from 2017 apparently was damning with the ghostwriter and then all the other debris that's there. God knows what he probably said. In this uh, deposition, the other tactic they're trying to say is that, look, Trump commits a lot of gaffes too. Look, Trump is up there without a script. Not good. Some of the stuff he says. For his benefit, for our benefit to win. And he may mangle stuff, but it's clearly entertaining. It's clearly in the vein of a wide swath of things. He's not talking about dead people. He's not dead serious about this doesn't have all the signs of dementia and senility that Joe Biden has. Not at all. That's just preposterous to try to go there. Uh, Dr. Jill well, you, Biden. I mean, you put but, Joe up there for an hour like Trump does. Oh, yeah. Oscar. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. She says, May 30th, there's a day forever etched in our hearts. It shattered me. It shattered our family. They're going to go back to the well again, the Bo Biden well. Then she pivots to think of all that he's accomplished. He brought our country back. 14 million jobs. Gas prices are down. Inflation is down. No, doctor, I'm putting the red pen in here. The rate of inflation is down. Now, she's dopey enough. She probably believes inflation is down. Joe's the most resilient person I've ever known. When he knocked, uh, gets knocked down, he gets up and gets back to work. That's what he's doing. We all experience grief or loss. We all go through challenging moments and twists and turns, but we find joy together. We persevere. Yada, yada, yada. All right. So this is going to be the attack they're going to center in on Bo Biden. They're going to go with Bo Biden to say, how dare you? And it's preposterous to say he wouldn't remember in an attempt to besmirch the entire report. Now, what do I think is there? I think exactly what the special prosecutor said. Uh, Bill McSwain over the weekend tweeted out. He knows this guy well. He knows his integrity. He knows his thoroughness. That's a pretty good recommendation. All right, so he, does, he was appointed. Now they're going to after Merrick Garland. He's not going to be invited back for the second term. That's what every pundit said over the weekend. Why? He dared let the world see what Joe Biden, what's going on with Joe Biden. All right, so phone lines are 855-839-1210. All right, a couple of things uh, from the game yesterday. Megan Kelly under tremendous fire. I've grown to like Megan Kelly more than those last number of months at Fox. She's doing a good job in her own independent way. She just asked a simple question. Do we need two national anthems? You know, the NFL is proving that the numbers yesterday are stacked. I'm looking at the betting numbers I'm looking at the stuff that happened with overtime. I haven't seen, Dan, I don't know if you have. I don't think there's any official number, if you can have one, of what the numbers were, USA or worldwide, as far as viewers of this. But it had to be astounding. And it was a pretty entertaining game, despite the low score. There was a lot of tension there. So Megyn Kelly says, why do we need the Black National Anthem? And the woman who sang it yesterday gave an extensive interview and said that her music, she's so happy, fuels the Black Lives Matter movement. But the NFL can put on whatever they want. They can break any rule. They can do whatever they want. It doesn't matter. America wants this. They want football. It is divisive. Why two national anthems? It's a ridiculous thing. I would be in favor of getting rid of the Star Spangled Banner, which we have now. There are better replacements, America the Beautiful, something like that. Is better. But
0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.
3: what do you think of Post Malone doing a God Bless America? You like that?
2: I didn't see him doing that.
3: I okay. just I just saw okay. him with
2: the Bud Light stuff with the other sellout, the Dana White guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw those two. Yeah, that was a big commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And,
3: and I, I don't know if you're going to talk about like changing people into other things as you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, your new uh, angle for advertising.
2: Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. The genie ad, you mean? The, the yeah. genie ad was very good. I wish yeah. I was a woman. Yeah, the genie. Okay, there you go. All right. So a couple things. Uh, Jason Kelsey. Now, this guy, Skip Bayless. Not every listener knows him. He's a major sports pundit, just hot take, over the top. He says that Travis Kelsey pushed the coach in part because of the spotlight he was under, thanks to Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. I thought Taylor Swift, uh, other than you know chugging down the beer and you know, engaging in that, with the, the crew that was with her was like from a Star Wars film. But she was fine yesterday. I actually thought she looked attractive for once. I think she always looks attractive. Well, I differ with I you on that. But in in the post game thing with Travis Kelsey, she looked pretty good. I, I have to agree. It, it was good. This guy though. So Dan, you really think Bill Belichick would have put up with that? No. Yeah, he just sat him down for a while. Yeah,
3: no, yeah. Well, I don't know if he'd sit him down, but I I don't think he would have responded in the way that Reed responded. I I think there would have been much uh, gruffer circumstances.
2: Yeah, and you think Dan Campbell would have him do it? No, Mm -mm. he might get dropped right there. Yeah. So, what is it with this guy that he thinks he can do that to? And this isn't any rookie coach. This is. Thing is, though,
3: Andy Reid has been remarkably known as a player's coach. Yeah. And well known to handle egos well. So, oh, so is that this, means
2: that's why I don't want to be. A so coach. is this
3: just him publicly showing how he handles Travis Kelsey's ego is he, he essentially lets him freak out and then behind the scenes, pulls him aside and says, like, that's not you can't be doing that. Another
2: reason I couldn't coach. Nobody's nobody's bumping the coach. Nobody's yeah. bumping me when I'm coaching. That's it. We're fighting right there. That's that's what happens. I wouldn't even sit you down. It's a fight right there. Yeah. I know he's a lot bigger and all that. Andy Reid is dumpy. and
3: But, but I mean, if you're t- you're talking Travis Kelsey, this is a player that is so franchise-worthy that Hunt can easily say, you know what, if Kelsey doesn't want you here anymore, Reid, get the hell out. I doubt that. You don't I think, think so? it would be the
2: other way around. You don't think Reid's thinking that in the back of his head at all, though? That's pretty bad, then. If the winningest coach, ultimately, the guy that's won three Super Bowls, would be afraid of that, then it tells you how- what's rotten well, with Belichick's sports. Winning it. Yeah, well, for now.
3: Who, who yeah. stole, who's, who's better coach, Belichick or Ari? Oh, Belichick. Okay, yeah. All
2: right, one other thing, too. Then you have the smarter-than-the-room guy. I give the guy, the coach of San Francisco 49ers, credit, offensive genius and all this stuff, Dan. But was all of America screaming with me, even Tony yes. Romo was certainly on point, you don't receive the ball in overtime. It's an obvious thing. You have the other team receive it. Then you see what they do. Then you know what you have to do. And then when they, they got down, I don't know where they kicked the field goal from in the end. The uh 40, oh, was it a 53-yarder uh, in the end? Do, do you think, though, that it's the new
3: rules? Because in the old rules, I would want to receive first. Because the chance right. that you score a touchdown, you can end the game, right?
2: right. Well, there's a, a part two to this I was getting to, yeah. to, to the new rules, and he knew it. You receive. You don't receive it. You see what they do, and then you know what you have to do, and you know whether you have to go for it on fourth down. They're in the dark. Say it's fourth and five or six or seven. Are they going to go for it, or are they going to kick a field goal? Kansas City, I mean. The new rule says if both teams tie after the initial possession, then it is sudden death. So they said they wanted to go first in sudden death, thinking they'd score and win. That makes no sense to me. You know what, Mahomes is going to do. You got to see if you can stop him, hold him to a field goal, or the worst, a touchdown. Then you know what you have to do. Uh, So that and uh, the most offensive Super Bowl ad, Ben Affleck. I can't take it. Just just seeing him in the. Yeah.
3: Oh, they're bad. Yeah, just bad.
2: seeing him in there. And Damon, all the dopes. Another dope. A-
3: every Boston
2: dope together. Yeah. Brady was in there. Yep. That's right. Another dope. <laughs> Wahlberg was in there, wasn't he? I think was he? he was, yeah. yeah Wahlberg was yeah, in like there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My God. It's Affleck, though. He just cannot abide him. All right. Let me uh, give you the side question. We'll have more time uh, throughout the show. But over the weekend, Biden's mental health is still big. All right, so uh, today is a day in history where the New York Times adopted their famous slogan, all the news that's fit to print. All the news that's fit. That's great music for The Departed, too. Hey, you like that? Some Boston music shipping up to Boston? Yeah, Yeah. exactly, yeah. Yeah. Damon, the dopeiest of all. (laughs) All right, so uh, hit us with that all-time slogan. Now, I'm going to take off the board. It could be a commercial. Slogans could be in commercials. Catch lines. I'm going to take MAGA off. I remember when Trump said he was advised to do Keep America Great Again. He tried it for about a day. Then he said, no, we're not doing it. He just said, make America great again, even though he was running at that point. Tag. Yeah, keep because America MAGA, it, it just, it says MAGA, which is almost like a word. The other, keep America great. Yeah. So, Dan, what's your all-time slogan?
3: I have two. One from the world of commercials, that being State Farm, like a good neighbor. That's a good one. Finish it. Come on. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. There you go. Thank you. Yes. And
2: then, if you smell what the rock is cooking. That's made his career. It did. That was the catch line that really put him on the map. All right. So, uh, 855-839-1210. Hit us with that all-time slogan coming up. I told you a little bit more about if Kamala Harris is a choice, it might be Josh Shapiro. J.D. Vance just dropped this about 10 minutes ago. It's a bill involving Ukraine that if passed would probably impeach Trump as soon as he gets reelected. I'll explain. How could you be impeached for a third time even before you're reelected? They start the moving because they know where this is going. All right. Eight, yeah. What are the odds? I wonder if Vegas has him. How many times will Trump be impeached in a second term? I could see them impeaching him three or four times, but still not having enough votes in the Senate to kick him out. Tom Giordano Show. Welcome in. So yesterday, of all things, Roe and I went to see a play, Riverside Theater, great spot in Bristol, Raisin in the Sun, one of my favorites. Roe somehow or another forgot Super Bowl or whatever. The play... I was telling Dan, instead of being two hours starting at 3 o'clock, went 3. It didn't feel like 3 was that great that we're done. So, yeah, trying to get home. But here's the thing. The trepidation. They had signs, and we were mocking it coming in. Oh, come on now. High tide will happen during the play. We're thinking, where are we? It's Riverside. Wait, were they making announcements, like, over the PA system? No, they had big signs at all the doors when you enter with your ticket. Oh man! So did they have flooding in the theater itself at all? Or? No, no. Okay. Well, that's what that's what we're thinking. Oh, when you call your
3: theater, right at Riverside Theater, it might be something you might want to take it's seriously. It's pretty close. You know?
2: Well, we went out. There were cars with substantial water around them that were parked right up against where the the water comes up.
3: So did you make it back in time? No, we didn't.
2: We weren't even close.
3: Oh yeah, man, so that was okay. so that's why you missed Post yeah. Malone then. Okay,
2: yes, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was fine. We saw the critical uh, parts. Uh, let me play you a little bit of Kevin Boyle. State representative, and if this guy loses, remember, the House would go. And we're going to talk with his uh, maybe opponent coming up in the general election if he's still there. Now, Democrats have a way. They may tag him out. In the past, they protected this guy, according to news reports. Trouble on the home front with them. According to news reports, maybe mental issues, protection orders, maybe violated, that kind of thing. So he shows up with a bar in Montgomery County, which I think is part of his district, gets into it with the wait staff. The disturbing thing is not only these are women, et cetera, uh, telling him he's going to shut the place down using his power, but he calls them government agents. Now, Dan has had to use a lot of cleaning tools on this. I think the F-bomb by all parties has dropped like 50 or 60 times. But it gives you an idea that Democrats are propping this guy up in order to maintain power.
3: To they a don't care. Shout out to Dorenzo for actually censoring it.
2: Oh, Dorenzo censored it. Okay, thank you, uh, David. And No, Anthony. Anthony Dorenzo. And if, um, <laughs> if, if this guy can't make it now because of all this trouble, Kevin Boyle, they might tag in Johnny Doc's nephew. Kevin Doherty, who's on the Supreme how Court? How many are they, there? Yeah, how many Doherty's out there? How many Irish guys in Northeast Philadelphia? What is it? Are they, they actually related? Irish, to these guys? It's like the Jimmy Dillon and Seth Dillon. Didn't they say one Dillon didn't I'm not get a enough fan petition? Of a yeah, one Dillon didn't get enough petition, so they tagged another one in. what to hell, it's a 38 Dillon. Thirty-eight Dillons out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, thirty-eight Dillons. And Put 43 them in there. Doherty's. How dopey are these people in Northeast Philadelphia? Do they get the, the stakes here? Tomorrow we have that special election over in um. Bucks County, and I told you about the Democrat. I was telling Don that. He sits on the Pensbury School Board, and he wants to say you can't uh, play a recording when it's your turn to speak, Dan, at the monthly meeting, that two minutes you get. This is a place that just got fined $300,000. What they have to do is not find the taxpayers. find the Pensbury School Board members. The next time, what is it with this school board? This is the guy who wants to be the state rep now. He fits right in with the Democrats in Harrisburg. All right, so listen to Kevin Boyle. He apparently has been drinking at this uh, bar in Montgomery County, and they've had enough. They're worried he's going to drive home, too. We still don't know how he got home. Here's how it sounded.
1: Yeah, yeah get a. F- I can f- f- end
4: this bar. End this bar, by the way.
1: This part, by the way. done, by the way. Can't wait to put this on Twitter on your Stay Twitter your page. Get <laughs> in your car. You <laughs> i Go ahead.
4: Because no one even said a word to you. You're the one who started. <laughs> Come on, you're yeah. okay, you did. You yeah. did. Listen, you just drank yeah. a little bit too much. Just go home. Why are you
2: acting this way?
0: Jewish military intelligence and
2: military intelligence, intelligence. I'm this why are like, you
0: acting why are
3: you acting go. oh. oh, yeah, oh, here comes the victim <sighs> complex yeah, it is
1: embarrassing,
2: it is embarrassing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You idiots
4: idiots get, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. get, get
2: no, idiots. Sure not, you know I mean? You're not from here. Not. You're, all actors. You're not from here. Is he oh, a yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah,
4: he, yeah.
0: All I mean, he's right, he's all right. We, got, we got
2: the picture here, Dan. So victim complex. How has the Democrats kept this guy in office? Because this is what they do. This is what they'll try to continue to do there. So we're going to hear from the guy who's running on the Republican side what he thinks about this. And this is just another example. We're going to see this over and over and over again. It's a one-vote majority. They have kept this shutdown because of a leaky roof. There's a media report every day. The inquire you know, do, I'll do your job for you. Can't you have a box score in the top left-hand or right-hand corner of the newspaper, at least the print edition, if not online, and it says, day whatever, held hostage by a leaky roof? It's just amazing. In our million, what, billion-dollar budget? Oh, it's uh, no, it's, uh, it's it's what is it? Twenty eight? It's some.
3: We can't we can't afford a trash bin to put under a leak. Yeah, like like any other person does when they have a leaky roof and they can't fix it right away. You know, you just just get a
2: big bucket. Well, not only that, we got got twenty roofing uh, advertisers here. We have a contest. Send Earl of over, he'll fix it. Yeah, Earl of Takoni, that's right. Our yeah. buddy Earl. Not only that, he'll make a song about it as he's doing. It. <laughs> and this is the guy they're trying to keep in power to keep that majority. Now, maybe they can't do it anymore. Does the Inquirer want to know what happened here with this guy? Dan, the most disturbing thing is calling them government agents, military intelligence. It's one thing to be drunk, throwing around your power. By the way, the brother of Brendan Boyle, the powerhouse from the Northeast in uh, Washington. And then to play the victim card, just like Joe Biden. Well, he's got mental problems. Well, then maybe he shouldn't be the state representative, right? No, that would send a bad signal. Oh, you didn't to...
3: play my favorite quote. Is when he turns it back on the bartender and he says,
2: "This is so aggressive."
3: <laughs> what is he? He says, "This is so aggressive." When he, when he tries to turn <laughs> it back on. When he tries to turn himself into the okay. victim. He's like, "Yeah, this is so aggressive. How you're coming after me?"
4: Get out of the it's bar. It's hard. Stop talking back to me. Get
3: out of the bar. This is
2: so aggressive. Oh all right. So it looks like Democrats have finally gotten their other stuff ready and they're ready to tag them out. I think the petitions have to be in tomorrow, though. So does that seem possible that they would be able to make that happen in Northeast Philadelphia? The lengths they'll go to, and all I was thinking about when we saw this Boyle story is Joe Biden. The lengths they'll go to, if they think he gives the best chance at victory, that's where they'll go. If not, Uh, By the way, we'll play you David Axelrod. And my judgment is uh, he was telling the truth on this one. It doesn't appear over the weekend that Michelle Obama wants to jump into the ring. Now, I'm still wary of it as you are, but in the end, I don't think she will. So that means if you get rid of Biden, if he would give it up, you're not going to get rid of him. He'd have to give it up. It would be Kamala Harris. And the betting is, well, she'll choose Josh Shapiro to be her VP. Can you imagine what this is going to be like? Can you imagine how many times he's going to talk about abortion? My God. All right, 855-839-1210. We'll talk with the uh, Republican, Gashu, Patrick Gashu, who I believe is an Army Ranger, among other things, running in the uh, district out there. And Northeast Times has great coverage on this. They detail the whole chapter and verse. I mean, this is one thing, but this guy had a protection from abuse order, according to their reporting. Kevin Boyle, at one point, according to their reporting, according to what I think are records, violated. Mental issues, they backed them up on this. And then they try to take the high ground. We're, we're, we're only doing that because we care about him, Really? How about the people in that bar? How about the women that run that bar? Calling them government agents, military intelligence. Northeast Philadelphia. Just tell us who the Democrat is. And then we'll complain about Larry Krasner and everything else.
3: So aggressive.
2: Yeah, so aggressive. Nice ear there, Dan. I didn't even pick that up. Patrick Eshoo is next. Good Monday. What Democrats will do to stay in power? I mean, it's a leaky roof forever until they get the number that they want there. All these special elections going on. We got one tomorrow. But down the road... Northeast Philadelphia, the Boyle Boys have been rollicking shenanigans for years. We played you the most recent, and who knows if Kevin Boyle is actually running again this time, but we know that Patrick Kashu is. He is one of the Republicans eager to take on the Democrat in Northeast Philadelphia. He joins us on the Dom Show on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Patrick, uh, welcome How are in. How you doing? Uh, very good, Patrick. Now, we know that you're a former Army Ranger. To quote Kevin Boyle, you look like you might be an intelligence agent in a bar or something, though. Is that true? I'm not a real person. Yeah. No, that's, that's not true, Dolph. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you make of this most recent incident with Kevin Boyle? There have been tons of them. Is this one important because it's on video?
1: Yeah, I you know it goes back to I, th- I think his behavior was unacceptable. You know, to utilize threats and uh, utilize his position of authority to, to try to close a local business highlights you know the, the need that we need new leadership in the district. This is just another example, but you know who's going to uphold the standard and who's going to hold you know these political leaders accountable.
2: So, uh, Patrick, uh, how much of an edge do they have registration wise? Ballpark figures, is it? Like two-to-one Democrat, is that what the issue is in this uh, Northeast District? Yes, it's about two-to-one, Doc. Yeah, so um, do you think uh, Kevin Boyle after this, he's the name, Brendan Boyle's the powerhouse, or are they going to tag somebody else in? What do you think?
1: Um, I could see it going either way. There's rumors uh, around, around the neighborhood right now that the Democrats are already working to find another candidate.
2: And when are the uh, ballots, when are the petitions supposed to be in? They're due
1: tomorrow, but, you know, a snowstorm's coming in tomorrow. Oh.
2: <laughs> in so you, gotta, you better get up there today. Wait a minute. If there's like an, a half an inch of slush somewhere in Philadelphia, they'll say we need another week probably to process <laughs> these, right? Uh, well, I was up there. I turned my petitions in today. So you now goes back to upholding the standard, Dom. Um, absolutely so uh patrick your background army ranger are you uh always a northeast philly guy where where are you from yeah yeah grew up in mayfair went to st matthew's father judge
1: and i enlisted in the army became an army ranger served for eight years uh had two combat deployments to afghanistan um got out 2019 about to graduate from the university of penn with my master's of public administration both my parents uh, are Philadelphia police officers. My, my, my dad's retired. He did 30 years. My mom's about to retire in September as well.
2: Wow. You don't uh, hear too many both cops, uh, families, Philadelphia police officers. That's uh, tremendous. So um, what, is the, uh, what is the major issue here then uh, in this district, do you think, with the Democrat Is there a particular policy or is it constituent service? Uh, you got the best endorsement of all for us, Sam or a Pisa. You can't do better than that.
1: Yeah, I think it's constituent service, you know. Uh, your job as a, a state legislator is to advocate for your community and, and be the voice in Harrisburg to ensure, you know, resources, re, resources and, and uh, legislation is get, uh, getting created to ensure that, you know, your districts uh, prosper and, and Kevin Boyle has been absent.
2: Well, put it mildly, yeah, he's been on hiatus for his various uh, maladies here. So, uh, Patrick, uh, this is a district you mentioned. May- is Mayfair in this district? It's not.
1: The district is Busselton, Fox Chase, Burlum, and Roller's.
2: All right. So the next rung up then, um, you know, we know that Mayfair is teetering under crime because of Krasner and just breakdown in Philadelphia. How about neighborhoods like Fox Chase? I mean, I'm not there every day, but I still see Fox Chase as uh, the epitome of middle class life in Philadelphia over the last 30 or 40 years.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, Don, we're still seeing crime increase 10% year over year in, in Northeast Philly, specifically those areas. Are small crime, like vehicle crime, uh, retail theft. Um, these are things that are affecting our small businesses as well.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. Well, so, you know, crime is coming up uh, the boulevard. Uh, I mean, it has to. It, it's not just going to end in the city limits or in Mayfair or anything else. So, Patrick, uh, those that want to volunteer, help you out, learn more about you, where do they go?
1: Uh, they can find me on uh, social media, Patrick Gushu for 172, uh, Twitter or X now, uh Facebook and Instagram. Uh, all they got to do is send us a message. You know, we're willing to work with everyone.
2: Um, They want to help out and volunteer. And the spelling of the last name, G-U-S-H-U-E. Correct, Don. Well, Patrick, uh, keep us uh, updated on this. It's going to be fascinating to see if they tag in another Doherty.
1: Yep. We'll see, Don. Another thing, (laughs) April 23rd is the uh, Republican primary. So if any uh, fellow Republicans are out there listening, show up and vote. It's time to take accountability and get out there and vote for the right person.
2: Absolutely. Well, we'll talk with you again before then, Patrick. But thank you. Uh, thanks for running right, and uh, congratulations on uh, your service for us. Thank you, Patrick.
1: Thanks for having me. Take care.
2: Hi, right, Patrick Gashu here on Talk Radio 1210. Yeah, there's talk that uh, I think it's the son of Kevin Doherty, the Supreme Court justice, is one of the people they uh, would tag in here. We've seen this before. So they prop this guy up as long as they can until this incident, then who knows? And all the time, could you write this script? Thank you, Doug Mastriano. You know what the number of things that would be happening now that would be different if Republicans had kept the House, okay? But it's going to be a long slog toward that. And as I said, I'm already looking up this Lieutenant Governor, Dan, because if Josh Shapiro gets the big ticket here, is a VP candidate? Wow! Would he settle for that? What would Phil Murphy say? Why Shapiro over Newsom though? Uh, Shapiro over Newsom, I think Pennsylvania. Yeah, because, because even I, yeah, even I am thinking in a close. Here, here's my greatest fear in a close election. Now, do I think Kamala Harris can win? No, but God knows you know different things that happen if it were Kamala Harris. In a close election, would Josh Shapiro be my number one? I started to think if I were countering, if Trump were countering to win Pennsylvania, which I would do, who would he pick to win Pennsylvania? I don't know. But Josh Shapiro, I think, would go a long way to winning Pennsylvania. what, What does Shapiro have to point to in successes? Uh, like, like DeSantis
3: was yeah. able to point to the great economic turn he did yeah. in Florida. You know, like Shapiro has nothing. He, yeah, they're going to
2: run in two things. One, media and two, okay. the uh, I-95. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm serious. I I'm I was waiting for that. But yeah, you're yeah, right. You're 100% right. Yeah. He's standing on I-95. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> having a presidential yeah. speech. Announcing his VP. Yeah, but, but the one thing I did good for. Oh, know, man. That
2: 95 is going to be shut down a lot if that guy were the VP. Now, I don't think Joe Biden's ever going to give it up. And coming up. We'll play the president in this strange video on Super Bowl Sunday telling us about shrinkflation. Uh Let me get one on the board, though. All-time great slogans. I took MAGA off. Today is the day the New York Times instituted their slogan about all the news it's fit to print. Yeah, really? Uh, let's go to, and by the way, just a point. Never forget that the biggest thing is not so much what the media distorts or what they report. That too, it's what they leave out. It's the omission part that people don't even have a chance to see what's going on, like the border. They were omitting the border for a long time until, for competitive advantage, they had to report it. All right, here is uh, here's Debbie in West Deptford, and Debbie's in on Talk Radio 12th then Hey, Debbie, welcome in. I'm what here. do you have today? Hi. Right.
1: Um, My greatest one is, "Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country.
2: Yeah, so uh, going with that, did you happen to see RFK Jr.'s ad yesterday?
1: I did
3: not.
2: Well, it was just Kennedy, that song, Kennedy, 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 uh, from the uh, uh, JFK days.
3: Oh, okay.
2: All right, Debbie, that's a good one, though. Seven million bucks he spent, and now the family has disowned him again. RFK Jr. spending $7 million on that yesterday is indicative he's going to be a player in this. If he can get on the ballots, I think he's got money. And I still think he hurts Biden more than he hurts Trump. I don't think he'll get enough to win a state necessarily, but in Pennsylvania, he could get double figures. That is a major, major deal. The runner-up for Caller of the Year, we need a sounder for that in 2023. Mr. Scott in Mount Laurel. He Don, wants to, you're a classy guy. Thank you. He wants to joust with me over the overtime call, what we've ruled on that. Uh-oh. He may be slipping down the ranks here, Dan. Who do we have to uh, jump up in the second place here? Well, Joe, maybe. Uh, Joe so Joe's been going
3: up fast, man.
2: Yeah, he might be the guy. Uh, let's go to Scott. Hey, Scott, afternoon to you.
4: Hey, guys. I got my work cut out for me. Um, I did, actually, I did see that RFK ad. I thought it was pretty good. But um, and uh, and also we want Biden to run because if Biden doesn't run, the Democrats are going to act like that they're not responsible for all his policies and that somehow it'll be different if they have somebody else. So we want Biden to run.
2: Yeah, I do want but, Biden uh, to run too. Though, although I could be convinced that Harris is weaker. That's possibly the case.
4: Oh, if you get Harris, but I don't think you're going to get Harris. I think they they got the nerve. They'll they'll pick who they think they can sell to the American people. Uh, you know, Gavin Newsom or somebody will come out, and, or Josh Shapiro, whoever, and say, "Oh, I'm a moderate. I'm a moderate. I'm a moderate." And he'll, and remember, it'll be a short campaign because uh, when when's he going to come in June, July? Oh yeah, I, I, I'm in the to-
2: camp though. You you can't push her out. It's only Michelle O that can push her out, Scott. I'd be surprised. Well, if if that's could, true. I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. happy about that. Yeah.
4: But let's move on to football. It's yeah. important stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> the over. Oh, uh, real quick. Mahomes versus Brady. Let me just say that. Brady has the edge. Brady played him twice. Once in the playoffs, once in the Super Bowl. Beat him both times. See, there's- I don't see how anyone could say Mahomes is greater than Brady, even though I think Mahomes is the next guy, and he's as great as anybody maybe other than Brady, Montana, It's those three.
2: Well, I think he's going to be better, though. We'll see. I mean, he's got to come up to the numbers of Brady. So the secret sauce is the running. Brady couldn't run. Big edge. They, want, they had him run on fourth and one last night.
4: Well, he does that all the time, and, and yeah. I don't know why they weren't ready for it. But, but, you know, the thing is that you have to realize that it's not about whether they run, whether they, it doesn't matter. Anything is that somehow they have this aura that they win. They do enough to win. Mm-hmm. They, had, they needed 25 points last night. They won. If they needed 42 points, do you have any doubt that Mahomes wouldn't have found 42 points?
2: No, and that's why you're uh, on the clock here, Scott. That's why I would not have gone first. I want to see what happens, and then I know what I have to do.
4: Well, here's the opposite approach here. By taking the ball first, if you score two touchdowns, it doesn't matter what Mahomes does. Or Not even two touchdowns. If you score a touchdown in your drive, Mahomes gets a touchdown and then you get a field goal, you win because the second right. possession so the the only way you can win that game if you're San Francisco without Mahomes affecting it is by taking the ball. Otherwise, okay. if Mahomes gets it first, he's gonna score a touchdown. Now, I guess you think Mahomes would have taken a field goal knowing that the Niners could come down and get a touchdown and win? I don't
2: uh, think so. so you're saying look, the the math doesn't add up though. Even Mahomes is not getting a touchdown every time. It's probably Uh, 60% in a situation like that, maybe.
4: Well, Mahomes seems to get a touchdown every time that he has to have a touchdown. So I guess the question is, I I mean, I like the idea. You know, it's funny how football is in the NFL. Defenses can look great in the first quarter, the third quarter, but when the fourth quarter comes, these great quarterbacks are practically unstoppable in these situations. Uh, I I would agree with
2: that, and one of the reasons is they're they're playing too soft. They're playing prevent pretty much. They're afraid of that. They're not playing aggressive. You have to take a chance against Mahomes, and I know that's risky, but he's going to pick you apart otherwise. Scott, what's your slogan?
4: Uh, my slogan is and perfect with football and everything, and your FanDuel ad, bet with your head, not over it.
2: All right, that's a great slogan. Yeah, very good. All right, could be outside the box. You can go anywhere with that. Because today's the day the New York Times said, all the news, it's fit to print. Oh, my goodness. All right, coming up, our buddy, we haven't heard from him in a while, Dr. Marty McCarry makes a house call. First, the defense secretary, hospital again, but also Joe Biden. What, the, what are these tests all about? What kind of tests have you taken? I think Greg Stocker ought to put them into the producer uh, testing kit when new people come on board, the cognitive testing thing. Uh, I'd like to see those results. Nikki Haley said she'll take a cognitive test. Uh Uh-oh, what if she doesn't do that well?
0: Dom Giordano. weekdays, noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Listen to every MLB game live. the deep left center field, it is high,
2: it is far, it is God.
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
2: The Midwest League home run leader.